again, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of 15 Good Minutes. It's your guy, Coach B, and I'm here with the A-team as always. JR, how you doing, man? All good, all good. Fred A, what's going on in Dallas, buddy? How you doing? Hey, man. Could be better, could be worse. I'm not complaining. I tell you what's, what's better is when you get a shipment of, like, your favorite stogies in, right? Now, let, let's... You know, oh, these here are the Oliva Milanio 6x60. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to pick that up. But that thing rates like a 96 on, on the aficionado. Not my go-to, however, because I got a few boxes of these in as well, okay. which is the Oliva, also a 6x60, but this is called um, the Double Toro. I don't know if you're going to be able to pick that up. So this one is round and tubular, if you will. Slightly stronger than the Milanio, so it really depends on you know what, what your what your what your taste is like. But uh, I'll say that the um, the Double Toro is probably a good two hour smoke. This one here is about an hour and a half. Either way, you can't go wrong with either one of them. Uh, so so, do you have a favorite cigar? Well, <laughs> I smoke the whatever I like. I've, and that uh, is I've, like... I've come across to a, a company called Swisher International. Okay. And they're uh they're behind the acid brand. Okay. Are they like okay? I get I've seen those. You like them? Yeah, they make they make all different types of cigars. In fact, I got a box, but I'm not gonna leave the screen to get it. Fair enough. <laughs> Freddie, what about you, man? <laughs> Back in my college days, uh I would say. El Producto Optimal. <laughs> you might as well just said White Owl, man. Come on, man. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I mean Tipperello. <laughs> but no, no, it, realistically, being, being honest, like, I'm not, I actually, you know, like them, you know, having cigars or whatever. I wish I had one now. I go up on the rooftop after the taping because. The skyline where I live, I have a beautiful skyline. A I've beautiful seen it. Yeah, that, that 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 view is awesome. And um, you know, one of my last few nights here in downtown Dallas. But um, like I don't I don't really know enough about cigars and what and what have you. Um, when I was in went to on my, my honeymoon to Cancun, um, they had a um a cigar shop on on the on the at the resort. Right. And um, I went in and. Um, I bought one, you know, my wife doesn't like the the smell of it. So, um, you know, I bought one anyways, you know, sat by poolside and, you know, mm -hmm. cigar and whatever. What a way so, to start off a wedding. Uh, what's that? Marriage. What a way to start off a marriage. Gonna start well, I mean, I was selling it. It could have been something it. else. I was in Mexico. It could have <laughs> been something else. <laughs> so at least this was, well, you know, I didn't, I wouldn't have to worry about a drug test coming back, you know, but. Yeah, I, I think you're on point though. For me, I mean, it's, um. This is a good time of year, springtime, because I can get to the point once the weather really starts to break for me, I, I probably have at least one a day, you know, on, on most days, you know, and the, for me, it's the whole end of the day, like you just talked about, Freddie, whether you're outside and it's nighttime and you got one of those nice brown drinks like you have in your hand and this, typically I'll take maybe, um, you know, a laptop or an iPad out there and either, you know, watch some YouTube or something like that. But I think it's a great way after a long day to wind down. Relax. Yeah. Hey, I was... Trust me, when I was making dinner on Sunday, I was grilling some thick chicken breast. So I was going up and down the stairs. Once I was done, 
She was like, oh, you smell like smoke. Well, I have been on the grill. I mean, what am I supposed to? So she doesn't really like the smell of smoke. So I was just like, uh, okay, whatever. It's what we do. It's what we do. I'm going to jump in this week, man. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We'll, we'll, um, we'll do our best to keep it to 15 minutes. I'm going to start it right off with, uh, obviously, if you, you know, this show is being released on this Friday. So we're into the second weekend of the NCAA tournament. Um, I think it's been fascinating so far. Would love to get your favorite moments from the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. What do you got? Well, I'll go first. Uh, I don't, I don't really have a favorite moment, but I have favorite things. I, I'm a big, a big fan of the schools that were small and used to get beat up by the bullies of the, of the, of college <laughs> league. You know what I'm saying? And so I just give them big props, man. Uh, the Rutgers, you know, these guys are, are, are playing. I'm not going to say above their head, but their talent is starting to show. Uh, we don't know how deep any of them are going to go, but Rutgers uh, already done. Yeah, Rutgers done. But the other one is uh, St. Peter's out of Jersey. Yeah, Jersey City. You know, you, you don't know how far these guys are going to go. And I, I'm so glad the days of of Goliath beating all of these Davids. And uh -huh. is, you know, so. I think my favorite moment, like Gr said, I, I didn't. I don't really have a favorite moment. I I thought all the games were pretty good for the most part. But if I had to pick a favorite moment, the favorite moment, of course, would have would have would be uh, North Carolina beating Baylor. Oh. <laughs> that, that would be that. That's I did three brackets and I picked uh, Baylor to beat them. You know, and so but that would be my favorite moment. Right. But, they, and, but and, all the moments were great. They, and I think that's it. I, I, you know, obviously, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a homer, right? So for me, that win was big. But you know, even the first one against Marquette was much bigger than I thought it would yeah. be. Yeah. For me, it kind of goes like to what you were saying, Jr. Uh, I think this year it's just been parity, meaning I'm watching all these games and they're all going down to the last possession, Freddie. You know what I mean? Like right. somebody's missing a shot or a free throw or whatever in. That to me is what signifies what the tournament should be all about. So I just love the parody of it. And there's been some really good games. And hopefully this weekend, not only I'm hoping on Friday that we beat UCLA, but that the rest of these games in the Sweet 16 are equal to what they were in the first weekend. Right. I, I think I can safely say nobody's brackets look good. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh gosh, no, no, no. But somebody, but here's the thing: if all of them are bad, JR, then you know, somebody's still going to win. Best, right? somebody, the best of the worst. Yeah, <laughs> somebody's going to be right. not as bad as everybody else. Leah Thomas won an NCAA um, national championship in swimming. Um, you have any thoughts, any, any, any opinions on that from where you guys sit? I don't, I don't want to offend anyone, but it's unfair. Uh, when you get a chance, Google... Fallon Fox, okay, MMA fighter, transgender, male to female, beating, demolishing women, busting skulls. It's people are overlooking the science of a male and and female anatomy. There's all there's a difference. I'm sorry, you know. Uh, you, you just you, you can compete in some things, but physical things you cannot. That, that's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, okay. that, that's a fair opinion. I mean, for, for me, it's I think you can choose to do what you want with your body 
but I don't care how much surgery you have or enhancements you do or de whatever you want to call it. It's, you know, you can't go, you know, you, you can't go from female to male without taking a bunch of shots and being on par with a man. So if a man goes over and does a transgender thing to a woman, I believe that they're always going to have an advantage because they just have their body. Yeah. So, right. And my thing is, if you can't conceive, you're not a female. I'm, I'm sorry. You, 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 you can't have a baby. If you don't have the physically, organ, you you physically, have physically have the organ, you mean? Yes. Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting one to follow. Just wanted to see. Freddie, you got any thoughts on that before we go to the next one? You know what? The FCC will kick me off the air, kick us off the airways if I view. Okay. So moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't but, have to but, to say, I agree with, with both of you. I agree with both of you. Fair enough. Uh, John Clayton passed away this past week, uh, and he was a, a really good, in my opinion, really good um, football, good. Um, not an analyst, but a reporter. I mean, he wrote, he wrote, you know, he was a really good reporter in his day. I always felt like, you know, his ESPN commercial was one of the funniest. Oh, man, that was uh, the best. You yeah. know what I mean? And I mean, Mom, I'm, I'm doing with both <laughs> <laughs> you know, and yeah, when he had the, the, the jean jacket, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the hair and stuff, you know. And and when he when he was working for ESPN, he did a hell of a job. You know, he would really dig into stuff. He he wasn't a fanboy, and that's part of the problem I have with ESPN now is they they tend to follow the fandom instead of being you know really really objective. And I always thought John was objective. You know, um, don't know what the causes were. I know he was in his sixties. You guys yeah, got any thoughts on John's passing? 67. Uh, well, you know, uh, he's, he's, I mean, I think he was laid off. Was he? No. From ESPN. I think he still worked for him. No, he didn't work for him anymore. He, um, he was part of that. Yeah. There's all kinds. Of, they, they rotated some guys out um, and he hasn't been there for a while. was my understanding, Freddie. Um, yeah. You know, when they, when they kind of cleaned house and went with some other, uh, some newer talent. Well, I, I don't know how could you let a talent like him go, though, because he would ask the greatest questions of the people he would interview, you know, and, and and sometimes you get these guys that have been around so long, Rush, you you can't you can't recapture that within a, a new hire, you know, in such a short time, you know. And so once you build up personal relationships with people, you can't you, you can't I don't care what company you are, you just can't throw that away because the, the people that he's dealing with get comfortable with him. They know yeah. that that was his personality too. So I, I think with that, and, and you're right, JR. I think what you know, because I, I thought he still worked for ESPN, but I think what what is what has happened is that ESPN they're they're also looking at the demographics, the age group in which you know people are really follow the the, the people that really follow John Clayton. And I remember watching him or whatever, all that sort of old, older dude or whatever. But the, those that really began watching John Clayton when he came up in, you know, whether it was it Seattle or Pittsburgh. Seattle. Yeah, he's a know, big time Seattle guy. You know, I think, you know, that that group is no longer really buying in or paying as much attention to ESPN. So I think ESPN, you know, they're targeting an audience that. You, with their anchors and their reporters or whatever the case may be younger more so to their viewership and i think that's what you know it's not that he wasn't still good or whatever but i think espn 
they may have felt their ratings slipping. So, you know, when they decide to clean house, you know, may, they may need to get younger, fresher talent in, you know. Yeah, he was one of the good guys. Absolutely, right? Yeah. Um, last thing I got, I mean, it's, it, it's springtime. Days are getting a little bit longer. Um, you guys doing anything unique with your own individual, you know, workout regimens or anything like that? Does springtime change anything for you with regards to what you guys are doing? And if so, what is it? Well, for me, you know my situation. So I really can't do the workouts that I want to do. So I'm just I'm just doing a lot of chair stretching and stuff like that until I, you know, can do a little bit. Didn't more. you get into cycling last year or no? Yeah, I, I got into cycling. Uh, in fact, I, I got to put my, my my bike in the shop for a tune up. But I can't ride it a long time. Uh, if, once I start sweating, you know, I got to sit down. So. Right. But pretty soon, I'll hopefully I'll be back in shape and back in the gym and stuff. Excellent. Freddie? I've been going to, to a trainer, you know, personal training three days a week. And then I, I'll try to get in um, some work either on, I'll go Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays with the trainer. And I would try to throw in maybe a Tuesday or a Thursday, depending on, you know, whatever I have going on. But no, I'm going to continue doing my thing. If I don't like the, the trainers, then, you know, you still got the equipment. I'm just going to keep doing my thing and go from there. I, I'll walk uh, four miles, you know, three times a week. So for me, what spring does is kind of going back to what I was saying to JR is it gives me an opportunity to, to not have to do it on the, you know, on the treadmill. It's nice outside. So, you know, I'm a cyclist too. Don't take that the wrong way. And I'm not fast. Uh, I don't have a sexy looking bike. It is big, but it carries me. But I love the idea uh, of being able to get out and just ride, you know, and, you know, I may set out to do 10 miles and end up doing, you know, 15, sometimes 20 or 30, getting some warmer weather back. Um, you know, and a chance to go out and do some form of cardio that is not the treadmill is I'm looking forward to that. That's all I had on the coach's clipboard for this week. Um, what I want to do is I'm going to remind you guys that our question of the week last week was, have you done anything dumb or stupid in the car and then tried to rectify it? Um, that was my question of the week last week. This week, our question of the week is coming from Freddie. So over to you, buddy. Last year around this time, we saw uh, the differences um, in men's and women's basketball in the NCAA regarding the treatment and the, the food and, and the, the workout equipment. How do you feel about the treatment of women's, the, the resources women are being provided now in, in, in athletics as a whole? How do you feel about it? Fair enough. We, what we'll do is uh, we're going to capture that. And what we'd like you guys to do is you know, again, you know, assuming that you're following us on YouTube and on Instagram at 15 Good Minutes, weigh in. You know, do you think that the there's equity in the resources that are provided to you know, the women in the NCAA, um, the same ones that are, are being provided to the men? All right. Hey, when you when you ask that question, ask them if they follow men's basketball or female basketball or both or any oh, kind. Yeah, right? I'm just yeah, or both. Yeah, okay. that, that's you know, that would be great to know. Thanks to everybody for tuning in this week. We really do enjoy having you guys here. As we said, um, please like and subscribe on YouTube at 15 Good Minutes, uh, at Twitter at 15 Good Minutes. We really like interacting with you guys. We hope that you are enjoying the NCAA tournament as much as we are. You know, go Heels. Um, and that we look forward to getting back with you guys again next week. Uh, as always, be safe. And uh, we'll see you then. Gentlemen. Peace. Go Heels.